this week on the show. So I was in there one time and I happened to see that they had this food art photography exhibit. And it was all these like animals made out of food and it was really cute. And I said, oh my God, this is amazing. I never saw anything like this before. And I was like, this is so cool. Harley Langberg said, I got to try to do this. Like, I've never seen anything like this. I don't even know if I'm really artistic, but I'll give it a shot. So that night, I actually went and got an eggplant. I got some turnip. I got some ingredients. And I did one of my favorite artists, uh, street artist, Banksy. From Arlie's Food Art, an Instagram account with 35,000 plus followers. created the Instagram for Harley's food art. Wow. Um, you know, in preparation for this uh, fashion food art partnership, which was in the fall later yeah. that year. And then I started posting it there. And then it, you know, as I started working with more of these companies that had these big followings, then my following grew. And, uh, you know, that's, and then here I am late, you know, several years later, I'm almost at 40,000. And, you know, it's exciting. <laughs> Let's talk to him. Harley's Food Art on the Very Creative Podcast. Harley's Food Art, how's it going? It's going well. Uh, enjoying this beautiful snowy day. Yeah. Is it snowing in New York? You're, it you're is, in New York, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's snowing and uh, I love the snow, so I can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, um, it's not snowing in Montreal, but it's cold. It's really cold. Yeah, I heard it gets pretty cold there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, have you been to to Montreal during the winter? Um, I have a, a long time ago, but I'd love to go back. It's uh, yeah, it's a beautiful city, you know, as you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's beautiful. Uh, I I love New York too. It's just my my favorite city. Uh, I miss Broadway so much. Me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, a fan? Well, yeah. And, you know, with COVID, they closed everything, uh, obviously, and we don't know when it's going to reopen, but hopefully soon. Right. Yeah. So introduce yourself to everyone. Yeah. So I'm Harley Langberg, uh, founder of Harley's Food Art, and I've been creating uh, food art for the past seven years. Right. Uh, and I've had this Instagram for about six years. And uh, what I do is I create edible images of art using a broad range of ingredients. And I've done everything from pop culture, celebrities, to animated characters, landscapes, holidays, you name it, I've done it. And I probably use every single ingredient you could think of. Yeah. Everything from squid, octopus, cereal, Oreos, the whole gamut. Wow. Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, Disney characters, which I, I love. I'm a big Disney fan. So I was, I was pleased to see that, yeah. Um, yeah, I love doing the Disney characters. Uh, you know, I've done them several times in different, you know, various different styles. And they're just fun to create all the colors and the textures and incorporate that into food. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Disney character that you've done? Uh, let me see. I've done so many. Um, <laughs> I really love the Mufasa that I've done um, using mashed potatoes and uh, and bacon. Um wow. 
And that was really fun because I used a lot of bacon. The bacon was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, let's see. I've done several of the characters from Coco. Those were really... I, the yeah, I love those. I saw those. And, I love those. Uh, you know, the, the characters were so detailed. So it was really fun capturing all those details in food. Yeah. I, I mean, I've done so many, but those those probably are my favorites, among my favorites. Yeah. So uh, talk a bit about, before we talk about your, your food art and uh, awesome it is, uh, talk a bit about how you grew up, where did you grow, grow up, and uh, uh, did you always have this love for food and art, or where did that took place? Yeah, so I, um, I grew up in New York City, yeah. and I you know, was surrounded by museums and, you know, and galleries. So I always loved art from an early age and my parents were really into it. Uh, so, you know, in school, I took art history classes and I was just always so into art. And I, I carried that all the way even through college. Right. But never really practicing art or trying it on my own, really just, you know, admiring it and loving yeah. the art history and also then getting into more contemporary art and really appreciating mixed media. What's your, uh, what has been your relationship with food uh, when you were a kid and uh, how has that evolved and to your art? So I was always, so I, you know, I grew up really being an adventurous eater, a picky eater. because I, I, you know, I wasn't the type of kid who just liked, you know, to eat like fast food and, you know, things. I really liked the fresh ingredients, even from a young age um, and, you know, exotic ingredients. So You know, my parents remind me that I like often had duck for breakfast. They're like, who are you? You know, but, um, <laughs> that was who I was. You know, I just really appreciated that kind of food at a young age. Right. And, you know, maybe it's growing up in New York City. Maybe, maybe it's, you know, just being fortunate yeah. to have parents who could introduce me, you know, to these really nice places. Um, but I've, I just always love food. And uh, whether it's cooking or creating or eating out, you know, dining in, Uh, it's stuck with me ever since. I grew up cooking at age five, and it's something that I've always been so passionate about. So food art is really a blend of both those passions of my yeah. art and food. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great because I could really combine both. And essentially what I'm creating are, is mixed media. So it's really something that I really get to enjoy. Um, and, uh, you know, I started doing it about, seven years ago and I just, I loved it and I'm still doing it to this day. <laughs> and uh, I almost went the route of, of pursuing a culinary career, mm. um, but ultimately I decided against it um, and I went into the financial world. Okay, and you're still working in the financial yeah. world? Oh, awesome. Are you enjoying that or do you do I am, yeah. yeah. So I studied economics in college and You know, I've always loved business and numbers. So, you know, that's what I'll do for a long time. But I just love having this, you know, side hustle uh, outlet for my creativity. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, as much as I love food art, you know, there's only so much that I can make of it income wise. So, you know, yeah. I have to have a, a profession to be able to supplement yeah. income. Yeah. Uh, 
well, if you if you love your job and everything, that that's great. Uh, I know I'm creative, and I I can't uh, see myself doing anything but creativity in my life. And I I wanted to pay my bills. I want everything. So it's interesting to hear that you have a day job and you you're you're making that on the side. Uh, how do you how do you find that? Uh, is, is, yeah, it's actually I talked yeah. to a, several friends you know I've met through this instagram community of food artists and chefs and you know it, it's more common than you would think you know yeah um there's all these you know teachers and you know there's some lawyers who are also you know food people on the side yeah. so you know when you have these small businesses it's it's hard to make it a full-time thing um but on the other hand for someone like me and for a lot of them you know you're so passionate about your main job but you know it's great to have a hobby like this. Yeah. I'm I'm not a huge TV person. Okay. I'm not a big reader, so like this is what I like to do. Mm. You know, this is my hobby. Um so uh it's almost like, you know, just, you know, playing a sport or watching TV, you know, this is just what I like to do to relax. Yeah. Essentially. And I and I'm lucky because you know, I've been able to build it up and, you know, make some nice uh income from it and Yeah, and, uh, you know, get some good press and build it up over the years. Nothing stays buried forever, especially not the past. Yesterday is not yet gone. A mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the Very Creative Podcast. Available now, paperback and digital. GabrielVega.com. Buy it now. So let's talk about how um, it started. What was your, 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 did it just happen to yeah, so uh, it's in your, a your mind? Story. Yeah. So I was living at the time down in the West Village meatpacking area. And um, I would often go to this place called Chelsea Market, yeah. which was this, you know, beautiful indoor market with restaurants, mark food and And they would often have these art exhibits along the walls of the market, um, usually photography, but sometimes sculptural. So I was in there one time and I happened to see that they had this food art photography exhibit. And it was all these like animals made out of food. And it was really cute. And I said, oh, my God, this is amazing. I never saw anything like this before. So yeah. I, I must have like stared at each picture for at least 20 minutes, like, you know, seeing how they made it and and all the ingredients and trying to guess. And I was like, this is so cool. So actually I was in the market already. I said, I got to try to do this. Like I've never seen anything like this. I don't even know if I'm really artistic, but I'll give it a shot. So that night I actually went and got an eggplant. I got some turnip, I got some ingredients. And I did one of my favorite artists, uh, street artists, Banksy. So I did a Banksy piece in food art. Yeah. I thought it came out really cool. I had no idea what I was doing. but right. um, And then I posted it on my personal Facebook. And people said, whoa, this is really cool. So, um, you know, then one thing led to another and uh, yeah. you know, it took off. But that was how it all, be how it all began, just in this uh, market, you know, seeing this photography exhibit. So you, you did it and then you posted it on Facebook. And when did your, uh, did your Facebook blow up or did you? Well, so I Instagram posted after? it on Facebook and then I kept, I started to continue to post things on my personal Facebook. Okay. Um, and uh, then 
I can't remember exactly how, but somehow I was, someone found out about it and I was contacted by Refinery29. Oh, wow. Um, and they reached out to me and they said, you know, we found out about your food art. I don't know how, because it was a private page. And we'd love to do something with you for Fashion Week where, you know, we'll commission you to do five different portraits of, you know, fashion figures. And so at that point, I said, you know, I really need to create my own Instagram. I can't not have any presence there and yeah. just have my food art on my personal page. Right. So it was at that point, which was 2014, uh, okay. 2014 that I created the Instagram for Harley's food art, Wow! Um, you know, in preparation for this uh, fashion food art partnership, which was in the fall later mm-hmm. that year. So um, then I started posting it there. And then it, you know, as I started working with more of these companies that had these big followings, then my following grew. And, uh, you know, that's, and then here I am late, you know, several years later, I'm almost at 40,000 and, you know, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Is it, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that it was that long of a time. Uh, I, I, I was wanting, I wanted to get a food artist on, on this podcast and I was like, oh, searching and I, and I found you, I was like, oh, this is, this is amazing. And, uh, well, I, I always tell yeah. people, you know, cause when I first got into food art, yeah. it really wasn't a big thing. I mean, it really wasn't, there were very few food artists doing what I was doing. Um, right. and, you know, I, I kind of like to say I'm like part of the OG group of food artists. And right. then now there's this whole birth of all these food artists in all different styles. There's the people that carve the bananas. There's the, you know, the people that do the pancake art. So they, everyone has their niche. Right. But uh, I'm, I'm glad you chose me and I'm honored to be on your podcast. Um, okay. And, you know, I, I enjoy being part of this like original group, you know, food artists, because it was just emerging you know, <laughs> back in 2013 when I started this. Yeah. I, I told my friend that, oh, I, I got the, this food guy on the podcast. He said yes. And she was like, I know him. I, I follow him. Oh I see it, it all the time on my That's feed. So I was like, oh, great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So um, um, did you expect it to, to get that big? Uh, is there a specific project that got really big fast? So um, I remember early on, I did something for MTV. Right. And they had a, they have and still have a huge following. I did a portrait of Madonna for her birthday. Right. And they featured it. And then little by little, you know, I was featured by Complex. And okay. then I was started working with Billboard and then Food Network and all these brands. So I didn't realize how big it was right. getting, but I did start to learn Instagram and realize that the more I was featured, the bigger my following would get. That's interesting. And then I didn't expect to get verified, you know, and get the blue, the famous blue yeah. check that everyone talks you about. You didn't request it. You just got it. Well, it was funny because, I mean, I really don't know what I'm doing, but I was yeah. at a dinner with some friends right. and a friend of a friend was like, well, why don't you have a blue check? I'm like, what blue check? I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't even know what it was. And he's yeah. like, well, you should try to get it, like, like request it. So I said, how do I do that? So he showed me how to do it. And then literally yeah. like a week later, I got it. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Cool. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is exciting. <laughs> yeah. So the, the Madonna got, got big and the coverage from all these, uh, these new Yeah, so it was the oh, yeah. Madonna, it was Complex, 
And then I started progressively, um, you know, progressively and actively reaching out to brands to contact them, right. to work with them, and then also reaching out to people with press. So part of my financial job is like sales oriented. So I'm, I'm, I'd like to say I'm good at contacting people and you know, <laughs> yeah. being that annoying person, like getting that answer after multiple times and being persistent. Right. So I started building up my press. So then I got featured by, you know, uh, all these different people from Huffington Post to BuzzFeed. So all of that, you know, coupled with the brand partnerships helped uh, catapult me, you know, into getting more well known. And maybe that all of that led to the blue check because, you know, I had a, I was starting to have a pretty good sized right. public presence. Um, and, uh, you know, that was all that was really exciting. You know, I mean, I just, yeah, I, I just having that kind of press and that recognition was very exciting for me. Yeah. So you, you didn't do it uh, from what I understand, because some people are like, Oh, uh, uh, look at all these Instagrams that are like getting a big following and they're doing something original. You weren't that kind of guy that just wanted to do a, a something for Instagram to get a big following and get popular. No, I mean, in the, in the end of the day, I still do food art first for yeah. me, you know, because. You know, and that's probably why, you know, I maybe didn't grow as quickly as I did or, you know, don't have as big of a following as I could have mm. because, you know, I like to keep my subjects broad. You know, yeah. I'm not just going to be a Disney account, you know, and there are those accounts and those are great, but I wanted right. to really do everything from the cute Disney characters to Pennywise, you know, right. like the whole gamut um, and all different styles. And I, and I think that there's a lot of people who like that versatility and that diversity, mm -hmm. um, you know, versus just being, you know, centered on one theme. Yeah. Uh, but in the end of the day, you know, if there's a beautiful landscape, I see, I want to create that in food art, you know, people have often requested things and sometimes I'll take them. But in the end of the day, this is, you know, my time, my money, and I want to be able to do what I want to do because first and foremost, this is my relaxation from, you know, what I, yeah. what I, what I do. And, you know, people like it. That's great. If they don't, then they don't. I do remember early on, I did get a lot of hate <laughs> oh, really? came out, yeah. um, for that refinery 29 partnership. And that was the first time I was like, Oh my God. What? I mean, it sounded like I was like killing people, like the way people were talking about this, but then there was like 80 to 90% positive and only like maybe 10%. To 15 negative so um was it a specific post or uh, it was just, well, you know there's these people online who no matter what you're doing they'll just say something negative yeah. and it's just their prerogative so i mean at first i was like kind of hurt and then you know i was talking to my brother-in-law not at the time brother-in-law but he was like the fact that people are saying something is really great you know right. whether it's negative or positive people are talking about your food art. That's mm. the important thing. And I said, you know, bad press is good press. So, yeah. better to have something talked about than just people not even paying it attention. So you had a good point. Very wise, my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Do you still get a lot of, uh, is it mostly positive now? Or yeah, it's, it's mostly positive. Um, it's definitely mostly positive. And I think, you know, as I mentioned, it was still something that a lot of people weren't doing. So they, it really wasn't seen a lot of places. Yeah. Um, but now it's become a lot more present. A lot of these big brands are using 
these food artists for marketing campaigns. Yeah. And, you know, you look at, for example, Preda Manger, the, the big, um, you know, breakfast sandwich group. Uh, they have ads of food art or like Fresh Direct. So people are really, you know, taking this to the next level in terms of marketing with these big companies utilizing food art, you know, for yeah. creative uh, means. Yeah. So 2014 is when you started, right? How? 20, yeah, 2013 is when I technically started, okay. but 2014 is when I started the Instagram. Yeah. So uh, what, uh, what has changed since then? Uh, are you still doing it for the same reason? Yeah, still I'm doing still it doing it for the same yeah. reason. Uh, you know, I, I definitely noticed that I've gotten a lot better, you know, since right. the first one. I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I did? Ooh, people like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also my picture taking skills have gotten better. I'm now doing videos. You know, I never did videos before. Right. And I'm still doing it for the same reason, but you know, I'm a little more into the followers now, you know, than when I first started. And, you know, when it grows up, I, it's obviously very exciting. And yeah. I've actually, it's hard not to know, though. I know. It's I'm hard. sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. Um, and I've actually like, I'm part of this uh, food art community where I've met so many other talented people and that's, and we support each other. And that's, what's been really great. Because you hear, you know, so much of the negativity about social media, but there is a lot of positivity and p encouragement of people, bonding, friendships, you know, friendships of people you never met, but you've right. met them virtually and you've, you know, supported them. They've supported you. And that's been really mm -hmm. great to see. So, um, you know, I'm very happy about that aspect. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so talk a bit about uh, your process, how when you, you pick a project, uh, uh, how do you pick it and how do you start making it? So if it's not a commission and if it's just something that I want to do, right? I will, I generally rotate between, uh, you know, the subjects we went over, either like a fun animated character or a celebrity. And how I choose it is I usually try to do um, you know, a celebrity for their birthday, um, right. whether they're here with us or they've passed away. Um, or if I want to do, you know, something around the holidays, I'll do a fun holiday uh, piece, you know, for that holiday. Mm -hmm. And if it's just like an animated character or an animal, I'll just do those whenever. Right. And essentially I'll take, I always work from a photo. So okay. I have the photo as reference and I'll essentially take that photo to the grocery store And I'm like in the produce aisle, oh. <laughs> running yeah. around. People are looking at me with giving me weird looks. And I'm trying to match up the colors to the ingredients that wow. I want to get. Um, I'm like there with my phone, you know, and looking like a madman. But that's, that's my process. That's been my process from day one to now. Yeah. And uh, I don't sketch it. I just go for it, you know. Uh, I have my cutting board, my knife my right. white plate and my toothpicks. That's it. Yeah. And uh, when you, you do put it on the, the plate, the final thing that we see, uh, what's the, the process to do that? You just do it or according yeah, so to the I'll photo? Or? The, I'll create the piece in the kitchen on the plate. Then when I'm finished with the piece, yeah, uh, I'll bring it over to an area in my apartment with a lot of sunlight to be photographed. Okay. I really like to photograph it in natural light natural sunlight as opposed yeah. to artificial yeah. light. Okay. Right. And that's when I'll take the photo, you know, I'll do some minor edits on the phone and that photo will then be posted to Instagram. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there one art that you found, one uh, food art that you found harder than any thing? What's the, the, the worst or the, the, the artist that you've made? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, there was this one piece that I did, which was, so I often pay homage to a lot of different artists by recreating their pieces in food. Right. So I found this amazing Brazilian artist Uh, who worked in felt and her pieces right. were, she was featured by Instagram and she's, you know, very well established artist. Yeah. And her pieces were super intricate, like a lots of colors, lots of details, um, textures, because she layers felt on top of felt and creates these like just magnificent pieces. So I decided to use, I, I got sent these beautiful boards from this um, company out in Vermont that I sometimes do pieces on. They're larger than the plate. So they're more for larger scale pieces. Right. Um, not super large, but like, you know, it's yeah. like a, a little, maybe double the size of the plate if you took two of the standard square plates and combine them. Okay. Anyway, so um, that piece, that piece took me, you know, several hours to complete because there was just so much detail and I wanted to capture everything. And I really liked the challenge of it. But, you know, usually I like to do these pieces, you know, in and out um, where I don't invest so much time. But this one I did on a weekend and I was happy to put in the time and it, and it came out really great. But it was just uh, it was a lot, you know, trying to recreate her yeah. art in food. So and she actually I did. She did reach out to me because I tagged her and she was like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> she reposted it. That's awesome. Uh, well, it was, uh, <laughs> you, you put the effort and then it was fulfilling because you got the, the, the it was a win. Uh, but um, are you sometimes, does it feel like, because um, now you have a following and you, you have all these people uh, knowing that you're going to post each week, do, do you feel sometimes that it's work or is it just a hobby and fun I for you? I don't because I don't, You know, I don't look at it where like, oh my God, I have to post this day or like I'll go a week and oh my God, I didn't post. You know, oh, I just really? Like, cool. Yeah. I realize like I'm not gonna, you know, gain a ton of followers because I'm not posting every day. I'm fine with that. You know, I want to post when I want to post. You know, right. I want to do food art when I want to do food art. I'm not, I don't look at it like, oh, it's Wednesday, I have to post now or Yeah. You don't yeah. have a schedule. I don't have a schedule. I mean, the only s schedule and the only, you know, regimen I have is when I have a commission because that obviously right. requires yeah. that as a deadline and everything. But if it's just me, you know, if I'm free that morning, I often do these before work. So I wake up very early to do okay. these. Yeah. So I'll say, you know what, if I really want to do it tomorrow, I'll do it, you know, or maybe I won't do it, you know. And uh, sometimes I'll buy the ingredients thinking I want to do it. And then I don't wake up, I'm sleeping. So I just do it another day. Yeah. So it's kind of loose and that's how I like it. Yeah. Do you, do you feel when you go to work and you're still thinking about it or does your, your mindset uh, no, change? It, I'm pretty much done with it. It's uh, it actually in a way gives me the energy to start the work day right. because it's like, I know that oh. I've accomplished something, you know, in the morning, And I'm like ready to go. You know, some people, they work out. I also work out, but yeah. you know, this is, this is something where I do it. I post it and then, you know, um, I'm good to go the rest of the day. And then, you know, 
at the night in the night, that's when I'll respond back to followers and, and engage with them. Yeah. Um, so do you want to look at uh, a couple of your, your food art and tell us how, what went into that? Sure. Do you want me to just pull it yeah. up on my phone or, uh, I have a couple of favorites. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, you can, pull it up. can yeah. share the, the screen. Yeah. Nothing stays buried forever, especially not the past. Yesterday is Not Yet Gone, a mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the Very Creative Podcast. Available now, paperback and digital. GabrielVega.com. Buy it now. Hi there, dear listener. This is Gabriel. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on uh, your podcast audio platform. Uh, I just wanted to say for this next segment, uh, me and Arlie are going to talk about some pieces of his um, and uh, we did it in a way that uh, on Zoom where we shared the screen uh, and he showed me visually, uh, I showed him visually what the, the pieces looked like uh, so he could describe what we, what we were seeing and how he made it. Uh, so you're going to get uh, a similar experience uh, in audio form, but you're not going to see the pieces, obviously. Uh, so if you want to see the pieces while we do that, describe them and talk about them, you can go to his Instagram, Harley's food art, Harley food underscore art, or you can simply pause this podcast right now and go to YouTube later if you're in the car, or you can go to YouTube right now and watch uh, the podcast, the video, the, the video of the podcast. Uh, so yeah, uh, the very creative podcast on YouTube and you'll see everything. Uh, I'll try in the future to, to make it... Uh, uh, the same experience, audio and video, but uh, I feel like for food art, it's kind of complicated to, uh, and even though Arlie did a fantastic job explaining audio wise, uh, I think this uh, deserves uh, uh, the video version of the podcast. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, have fun uh, listening uh, if, you're, if you're not able to go to YouTube right now, but uh, yeah. Um, Hope you can see his pieces later, uh, either through Instagram or YouTube. All right, enough talking. Let's get back to the show. Uh, so, Baby Groot. So this was one of my favorite pieces because it was literally one of the most tasty pieces I've ever done. <laughs> um, yeah. I made this using awesome. uh, a short rib that I wow. made that I braised for several hours. Um, and I know later that night, my husband and I made these short rib tacos and they were awesome. So he was like, can you make baby Groot again? I'm like, these tacos are amazing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So this one I made using the short rib. Um, and then for the green part, that's just sliced scallions. The eyes are eggplant, turnip. And mm -hmm. I think I used a little bit of apple or a nectarine for the red part. Okay. Oh. Great. I'm glad it was uh, tasty. Oh, yeah. They're not all that tasty, but that one, yeah. now I'm getting hungry and I want to make that. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? Yeah, Sad from Inside Out. I really like this one. I really enjoyed because, um, you know, this one was all about the expression. So uh, I started actually getting into mashed potatoes, <clears throat> um, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, and sculpting them to be able to bring more life to the pieces. Right. So what I do is I 
will make the mashed potatoes and then I'll dye the mashed potatoes. So here I dyed it with blue food coloring and same with the pasta. I cook the pasta and then I dye the pasta. Um, and then the rest of it is just turnip and purple cabbage and a little bit of eggplant for the eyes. Uh, but this was fun because this was this one was really all about the expression, and I I think I succeeded here with that. Yeah, do you get kids to after they see that? Do you get kids uh, request? Well, a lot of my followers to, yeah. tell me, "Oh my god, I showed it to my kids and they loved it," and they're like, "Oh my god, I know who that character is." So that is a, a very big compliment because yeah. I love when my pieces are recognizable when it's whether it's a, you know, a Disney character or a celebrity, you know, I just want them to say like, I know who that is. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's fun to hear from the kids and uh, I have my own child and I'm hoping she appreciates food art one day, maybe yeah. creates it with me. Awesome. Right. Um, I only have Disney characters, but do you have a celebrity that you, uh, that you really like? Yeah. Um, So I did a Ruth Bader Ginsburg one, you know, that was, that was one that was really important to me because you know, obviously she was such an amazing woman and such an inspiration. Right. And uh, I did this one a couple of years ago, but I reposted it. And, uh, you know, I'll often do a piece or repost a piece when someone passes away. Right. That's a celebrity. So this is what I did. I reposted it. And this one, you know, I just, I often use eggplant. The, the skin of the eggplant creates this beautiful black, um, you know, shiny texture. And that's what I created her coat with, uh, along with some rice noodles, mashed potatoes, and some red potato, and some pasta for the hair. Right. So this was, this was an important piece for me. I was, you know, um, being able to create such an inspirational woman in food, you know, was a, was a big deal for me. Right. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, was there another one? Yeah. Um, let's see. If you go down, you know, it's hard to believe I've done so many pieces. <laughs> years. It's just, yeah. um, I lose sight of it. And then I look back. Oh, like, oh God, Miranda. Yeah. 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 Let's see what else. Um, oh, so this was one of my favorites, the Prince. Prince? Yeah. Yeah, I was very happy with this one. Right. Uh, you know, because again, he's, it's all about the eyes. And, you know, something that I didn't do so much early on was really nail the eyes and capture the expression. And as time went on, I feel like I really honed in on those skills of really capturing the expression in the eyes. And I think this one really sums that up. So the hair is pasta. Uh -huh. I often use uh -huh. pasta for the hair. Right. And I'll dye the pasta. Right. Um, so here I dyed it black. Nice. Yeah. What's the rest? Uh, the oh, so the rest thing? is mashed potatoes. Um, and then the, uh, shirt is turnip. I often use turnip for yeah. anything white in the piece. And I love using purple cabbage and, you know, of course, purple rain. I had to incorporate something purple for a prince. So I incorporated the purple cabbage. Right. Cool. Yeah, That was a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Um, One last one. Uh, okay. Let's see. What do we got? Let me know if you want to go up to, we can do that. Okay. Yeah. This one I really like. So the Salvador Dali. So I love creating black and white pieces. Right. Um, I think it's just like a cool look. And, you know, here I created one of my favorite artists, Salvador Dali. 
and I had, and he has such a distinct look. So I often try to, I won't do any celebrity, but I'll do someone that has like a very unique appearance where, you know, it's that person. Um, so here, this is like the most famous image of Salvador Dali, you know, that's kind of a little bit on profile with his famous mustache flared up. And I just dyed the potatoes with a little bit of black food coloring to get that gray color. Yeah. And then just use some black colored pasta, some eggplant and turnip. That's it. So this one really had very limited ingredients, but I, I feel sometimes when I use less ingredients, it's even more powerful and impactful like it is here. Yeah. You must eat a lot of potatoes. Yeah. So <laughs> I try not to eat too many carbs, you know, cause I am trying to keep somewhat of a good body here. But right. um, what I do is I'll, I'll, I'll often use uh, the potato skins and crisp those up in the oven. So it's less carbs, but I'm not really wasting the whole potato. Right. And I love the crispy potato skins. Those are really great. Yeah. I have to ask about Ursula because my, my mom is a big fan of her. So, okay. Uh, let's see. All right. So this is the Ursula one that I did. And I really enjoyed this one in particular because sometimes I really like to use ingredients that are not so common. And here I use these white enoki mushrooms that I thought were so perfect for her hair uh, and created like a little bit of a different texture because I normally use pasta. Right. So I really love the look, you know, even with the little mushroom tops at the end, yeah. I thought it looked super cool. And then, you know, of course, for the rest of it, I use my standard mashed potatoes that I dyed, some red pepper for the lips, some turnip and apple, and uh, a little bit of eggplant detailing for the eyes. And then um, I think that's it. And then the rest is just, you know, mashed potato. Wow. That was it's, another fun one. Yeah. It's really, it's really fascinating because, uh, yeah, it, it looks almost like a, a painting and uh, like it, it's really, uh, yeah. I, Thank you. It's the fascinating that, how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I wish, you know, I could do is, you know, like actually have an, a real exhibit of the actual pieces because. Yeah. As much as I love the photos, and that's why I got into the videos, you know, sometimes you you don't get to see and really appreciate the textures of the pieces because when you see it in person, it's like three D, but when you take a photo, it's really two D. Right. So, uh, it would be great one day to, you know, have an exhibit. And sometimes, you know, when I have people come over, I'll have the food art piece, and they're like, "Oh my god, I never realized how sculptural sculptural it was," you know, because yeah. you don't really see that on the image. Um, but, you know, I've, I've, you know, Instagram is really about the photos. Um, but now I'm getting into video, so you can get a little bit more dimension with the videos. Yeah. Do you share with people your, your process through those videos? or? So, yeah, I started doing time-lapse videos. Right. And essentially, it's really like my yeah. process video where I'll just create the piece from scratch. I'll have some pieces that I've already pre-cut um, just in the essence of time. And I'll just... Uh, put the piece together on the video and it's, it's been fun. And video is very big now, you know, whenever I work with these right. brands, they're like, Oh, we don't want photos. We just, we just want videos. So. Oh, and the brands. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So uh, have you done a celebrity that uh, a celebrity that is actually alive that uh, has reposted it or anything? Oh yeah. Let me see. You, um, <laughs> you know, that hasn't, yeah, it hasn't. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. I've done, okay, so this was obviously a big deal. 
I was approached by one of my favorite Food Network chefs, who's like the OG of the Food Network. I don't know if you heard of her, Sunny Anderson. She's got multiple shows on the Food Network, and I really grew up watching her. So um, I started tagging her on Instagram. uh, And, you know, you can tag anyone. It doesn't mean they're going to respond back, but she did. And she started liking them and commenting. And then she reached out to me to create her portrait in food um, for uh, uh, the Food Network magazine. Okay. And she was, she was leading and, and the guest editor of the biggest magazine, the Thanksgiving issue. And actually, if you have my Instagram, I can pull it up yeah, on there. Sure. So, of course, she reposted it. And this was probably, in all my features, my favorite one that I've ever had because, you know, the Food Network to me is life. I don't watch TV, but was it I'm a huge... Or- Okay. It was, um, let's see, <laughs> yeah. if you scroll to the right, you'll see the still image, but that's Sunny. Right. Yeah. And she loved the the piece and it was like amazing to see it in the magazine and I have it hanging in my room, um, you know, frame. So this was, I was very proud of this, uh, you know, to be able to do someone that I've looked up and admired to, to have her appreciate my food art. And for me to be in this huge mm-hmm. magazine was a big deal. So I was really happy with this. And of course, you'll see my traditional ingredients. I use the potatoes, the pasta, <laughs> the eggplant, the turnip. <laughs> a lot of potatoes. A lot yeah. of potatoes. But I did add a special touch in there, the purple cauliflower earrings, which she really appreciated. Yeah. So do you have a, a favorite that you've made uh, that you've not talked about? Let's see. A favorite that I've made. Um, so I would say... One of my favorites that I've, I've made actually was not an animated character. It was not a celebrity, yeah. but it was a recreation of a piece that I've seen that I saw of this beautiful print of an orca and this woman in a boat. And it was just such a beautiful image that I wanted to recreate that in food. Um, so that, that was my favorite piece that I've done. Right. And, uh, I created the orca using eggplant and turnip and it was very sculptural and, but I mean, it's hard to say I have a favorite because I have so many favorites. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely the Mufasa that I mentioned, you know, using the crispy bacon, that was definitely up there with my favorites as well. Yeah. The, when it's harder to do, uh, when it's more of a challenge, do you feel like it's more fulfilling for you when you get it right? Uh, do you feel like you, those become more of your favorites? Well, um, yes. And of course, you know, I love seeing the likes and comments and, yeah, you know, Mufasa was definitely one of the ones that got like in my top five ever, most likes and most common, most engaged. So, you know, that's always a nice feeling to know, um, you know, that people really, uh, that there was a really good response from it. Right. But of course, you know, when it is more challenging or when I can really get creative with the ingredients and not just use potatoes, eggplant, and turnip, but really throw something in there. Like this one time I used a whole octopus. I mean, literally a whole octopus. Um, (laughs) Raw. I mean, it was crazy. And people were like, wow, you made that octopus so real. And I was like, but it is real. And I think they were confused because they thought like I made that octopus out of another ingredient, but it was the whole octopus right on that plate. Um, and it was actually a really cool piece. It was like an octopus attacking a Viking ship yeah, or a pirate ship. And uh, it was, it was a cool piece. And actually tomorrow I've got a similar concept that I'm doing. So. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. If okay. you're, you're following me, so you'll, you'll see it. Yeah. 
Great. Uh, awesome. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, have you, do you have a character that you really want to do in the future or a celebrity or what's your, your plan? Yeah. So I just kind of take it one day at a time and, um, you know, I feel like I've almost exhausted my celebrity and oh, really? uh, animated character list because I'm now like doing the same characters, but just in different ingredients. So uh, who knows? But I, uh, I'll probably, you know, do well, what I want to do more is I, I'm trying to get more into landscapes mm. um, and doing various like cityscapes. So yeah. I'm taking a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. And I'm trying to do uh, more like travel through food art, you know, because it's a pandemic and we can't travel. That's so doing various places um, that I've either been to or I've wanted to go to, but in food. Right. Where Where do you want to go to? Anywhere at this point. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'll do like places in Italy or Greece or Asia. Right. You know, various cities. And they're so beautiful. I'll find these amazing pictures And, uh, you know, I started doing that I, a couple months ago. I did Tur um, Morocco. No, not Morocco. Sorry. I did Istanbul. Okay. Um, and that was really cool. Beautiful uh, city. Beautiful I, city. Yeah. I did, um, you know, the temples and I had all the details on there. Uh, earlier last year, um, I did Greece, which was really cool because I did this whole beautiful Grecian scene. Yeah. Um, with the flat, the pink flowers and the water and, uh, you know, all the white and blue, um, that right. you traditionally see in Greece. Yeah. So those, you know, I like to try to do different things and, and, you know, not just do the same things. You know, as I mentioned in the beginning, I like to keep it really diverse and, uh, you know, it's not always going to be well received, but you're not going to be bored on my Instagram. You know, I just, I like to keep it fun. I like to switch things up and uh, you know, it may look like I'm running in a bunch of different directions, but that's part of the fun of it. You know, you, you're yeah. not going to see the same things, you know, being posted over and over again. So. Yeah. And uh, it feels like you're really enjoying it. And like you said at the beginning, you, you're, you're doing it not for the following and you're doing it uh, because it's your hobby and it's a, uh, it's fun for you and it's uh, enjoyable. Right. So yeah, it just, it just seems like you're, you're happy doing it and it's relaxation. Yeah, no, it's great. It's, um, I'm going to do it till I develop arthritis. So I've got a lot of years. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what's your favorite food? That uh, my favorite food. Um, you like to eat. Ooh, that's a tricky one. Well, I love shrimp. You know, shrimp is something I cook a couple of nights a week. Um, I love shrimp, and I love uh, chicken. You know, uh, and uh, I mean, I love so many different foods, but you know, I, I I've always loved shrimp and chicken, and I'll make different. Um, different cuisines. So when I do like a Mexican cuisine, you know, a Chinese, um, I cook Indian. So I like to cook all these different. Very uh, diverse. Cuisine. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's your least favorite food now? Ooh, Potatoes. <laughs> food. Um, let's see. You know, I'm not really, I'm not really a fan of really anything like creamy um, or I, like I hate mayonnaise. Uh, yeah. even though it's not great me, I just, 
anything kind of like that consistency, I'm just not a, not a fan of. Yeah. Um, so I'm very particular <laughs> when I go out to a restaurant, I'm like, it can't have any cream and no mayo. Like I just, you know, I, I'm not like a big, uh, it just kind of like upsets my stomach. Um, but if it, and I just generally like things that are more like simply grilled or like with spices and, you know, more about the actual meat, uh, <laughs> versus the sauce, so to yeah. say. All right. So the, the feel good game, um, What's I'm going to start with your your feel good food. You talked about shrimp, but is there something else that? Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. So if I really want to make something that's not the most healthy, but like really make a, a really great meal, one of the things I love to make is a Peking duck. Okay. So um, I make so I I do a lot of recipes where I'll make it a little bit healthier. So I'll make my own hoisin sauce. And I'll use a duck breast. So that's like really if I want to like feel good and, you know, I like want to have a special celebratory meals and I'll make the pancakes. I'll make everything from scratch. And my husband actually got him into cooking. So it's great to be able to cook with him. And he's like great on anything carb related. So he's makes amazing yeah. tortillas, you know, makes the Peking duck pancakes, um, uh so it's great to be able to cook with him in the kitchen but yeah definitely the peking duck that for me is yeah how does, does it make you feel when you eat it uh really full um bad <laughs> and good at the same time like oh my god look what i ate but also oh this was so good <laughs> yeah and also a banana bread i've been making that a lot lately um and you know i make a little bit of a healthier version with um almond butter and, and almond flour but it's so good And, bread, you know, I keep yeah. telling myself it's healthy, but it's, healthy. Really <laughs> yeah. it's healthier, but it's not really healthy, obviously. <laughs> oh, it's great. I, I love banana bread. Um, yeah. What's your, your feel good movie? You said you don't watch a lot of TV, but. Well, yeah, I, I love horror movies. Um, right. So, uh, you know, I don't get to often watch them because my husband hates them and, <laughs> you know, you have to really love them or hate them. So, you know, that's something um, I love. You know, if I want to feel good, I'll watch a horror movie uh, or a really good thriller. I'm not into like comedies or romance movies, you know. Any specific horror movie? Oh, there's been so many good ones. So one that I saw uh, and actually got Zach to see too, which was really good. And he doesn't want to admit that he liked it, but he did, was Midsummer. Um, okay. I'm not sure if you heard of that. I, I've heard mixed reviews about it. I loved it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I know I there were mixed it. reviews, yeah. but I just, I was like captivated the whole time. And the reason I thought it was so good and the reason he thought it was so good, it, it almost felt like real, you know, so yeah. real, like this could actually happen, you know? And this, okay. I think, in some ways does happen, not to that extent, but right. you know, it felt very real. And that's when you know it's a really good horror movie. Like this could really happen. Okay, I'll give it a chance. Uh, yeah, yeah I've been wanting to, to see it. Uh, what's your, your feel-good TV show? Um, TV show. So it's going to be yeah. probably Chopped on the Food Network. <laughs> you know, I don't have uh, – well, actually, there, there are a couple of series that I got into. Um, Money Heist, I, I loved. And, right, uh, yeah. Um, Casa del Papel, right? Yes, yes. That was really good. And I loved The Queen's Gambit. So I got into yeah. some of these Netflix series that were really amazing. 
Um, but I just, I love the Food Network and Chopped is just one of my favorite shows because it really introduces me to all these different ingredients, uh, you know, that are really exotic ingredients that I never heard of, which I can then incorporate into my food. Art. Great. Yeah. As long as I can find them. Yeah. Yeah, you you have a, a great relationship with food. It, it's it's fun to see how how much you enjoy it. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. no, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, finally, do you have a feel good song? A feel good song. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, I probably say you know something by Ed Sheeran. That was right. what my husband and I danced to as our first dance at our wedding. Uh, and I just think he's amazing, you know, and it's very calming voice. So probably anything by Ed, she Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Do you have a, a one of the, a, a favorite song of his or? Oh, let me see. Um, yeah. I love the Galway girl song and I am embarrassed, but I forgot the name of the song we did, <laughs> but it was really see, good. You feel me now. like could be you something like that all his songs have similar titles i want to say but yeah. um, um okay well thank you so much for for coming on and this was amazing thank you no this yeah. was it's awesome so, so fascinating and, uh, to, to I, learn yeah i really appreciate it i look forward to hearing the rest of your podcasts and interviews with other people yeah and um you know sharing this with my followers it was a lot of fun yeah thank you so much i all really right. appreciate it all right Take bye care. arlie's food art bye You've been listening to The Very Creative Podcast with Gabriel Vega. To find out more, go to gabrielvega.com slash podcast or find us on social media at The Very Creative Podcast. You can also watch the podcast on YouTube. Just search for The Very Creative Podcast and subscribe.